Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 231. I want to speak to you again about routines and rituals, habits that lead to righteousness, to godliness. We have habits in every area of our lives. Surely we can develop habits that are good and godly and participate in the things that lead us to godliness. We've been going over a couple of those. I talked about the ritual of baptism. Certainly that's something we need to do because we are commanded to do that. It's not an alternative. It's not a suggestion. It's something that the Lord Jesus did himself to identify with the message of John the Baptist. It's what he asked us to do. Yea, he commands us to do it because we are to do it to obey him, not in order to be saved, but because we are saved and we're in a relationship with him that demands our obedience. You see, God has some demands upon our lives, some imperatives. He knows better than we do, and he's trying to help us to develop those things in our lives that will lead us in ways that will please Him. And after all, isn't that what our life is all about, is pleasing God, not ourselves, not doing what we want to do, not free to do what we want to do. The freedom we have in Christ is not to do what we want to do and to please ourselves, but to do what God wants us to do and to please Him in our lives. That's what we are. We are His devotees. We are devoted to Him. We are committed to Him. I want to speak to you about something that's very important when it comes to habits and routines and rituals that lead to righteousness, and that is living to give. Yes, giving. Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. He's not talking about the treasure of your time or your talents. He's talking about the treasure of your finances, of your money, of your funds. And it really is true that many times we can tell more about our true commitments and where we are committed by what we write checks to and what we give to and what we spend money on. It's real easy for us to do an examination of that because, you see, God wants us to give to the things that will matter for eternity, not things that will be burned up here in a short time. We've got to take care of our families. We need shelter. We need food. We need all of those things to live the essential life that God's put us here on this earth to live. But many times we go far beyond that and live extravagant lives that God doesn't necessarily want us to do from the standpoint of making it a part of our life that's bigger than what it should be. This world is not our home. And if God has blessed us in an unusual way, well, then indeed we need to enjoy that. Some of the greatest men and women that God ever used were people who were wealthy in this life. But also we know that many times wealth will tear a heart away from God and bring it away from God. It's rarely in bad times that we turn away from God. It is usually in the good times. That's the history of ancient Israel. It's the history of the human race. It's in the sunshine many times that we forget of the goodness and graciousness and mercy of God. 
but I want to talk to you about giving. Now, there's only two kinds of giving in the Bible. There's what the Bible calls tithes, and then there are free will offerings. Everything falls into one of those two types of giving. And many times people get really caught up in the instructions that God gave to Israel and that are applicable to us in our lives. You see, giving is good for us because it gets us outside of our selfish selves. That's all always good when we can do that because we are blessed in every way to give as God has given to us. But God said, I want you to give as a standard 10% of everything that I give to you. I want you to give 10% back to me. Now, God said to the people of Israel, I want you to do this in Deuteronomy chapter 14, and he gave the reason. He says in Deuteronomy 14, verse 23, and you shall eat before the Lord your God in the place where he chooses to make his name abide. The tithe, and the tithe is always 10%. Whether it's in the Hebrew text or in the Greek text, it means a tenth that we are to deduct of your grain and your new wine and your oil and the firstlings of your flock and your flocks. And here is the reason. It even has a phrase that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. This is the purpose of clause in this particular verse. What is the purpose of the tithe? It is for us to learn to fear God. Well, what is the fear of God? The fear of God is giving God his rightful place. We are to honor God with the first fruits of all that he has blessed us with, the first fruits of our time, yes, the first fruits of our abilities and talents and gifts, yes, but also of the financial blessings that God's given us. Because again, The Lord Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Whatever you're investing in, that's really what you love. Whatever you're giving to, that's what you love. Whatever dominates your life, that's what you love. And so he said, I want you to learn to tithe, to give 10%, and here's why. That you may learn to fear the Lord. Give God his rightful place, which is number one. Give him the best, not the leftover, not the tips, not what's when everyone else has gotten all that they've gotten. It's not after the government's got their share, after someone else has gotten their share, after this share is doled out in that and we give God whatever's left over. Is that what we do with our lives? Absolutely not. Well, how we give is a picture of how we live our lives and how much is devoted to God. He said, give, tithe, that you may learn to give God his rightful place. So what is the purpose of the tithe? The purpose of the tithe is to honor God. The purpose of the tithe is to say thank you. When you go back to the book of Genesis chapter 14, you'll find Abraham paying tithe to Melchizedek for an offering and a way of saying thank you for the blessing of God in giving him great victory in rescuing Lot. And you can read about that. And it is obvious that Abraham is saying thank you with the tithe and honoring God and giving him his rightful place. You see, the tithe has always been a way to say thank you. We want to develop habits that lead to gratitude because our lives ought to be one of an attitude of gratitude because God has done so very much for us that we need to turn around and bless him and give him his rightful place. And so the purpose of the tithe is to say thank you and to honor God. 
But can you imagine the Lord Jesus said that if he could not trust us with mammon, with finances, if he couldn't trust us with doing right by the least of all, which is money, how can he trust us with true spiritual riches? Now, this is what Jesus said in the Gospels. And so if we're not faithful in being obedient in the area which is the least and the least important, that is money, gold, silver, gold's what we're going to walk on in heaven one day, and it'll just be a building material. But we treasure it above all, it seems now. The Bible says that's not what God wants us to do. The greatest treasures in this life are not financial treasures. They are spiritual treasures. You know this, if you're a parent or a grandparent, you would much, much rather your children be godly and to serve God with everything within them than to be wealthy and to be ungodly. Now, sometimes they can be both, but that's very rare in this life on a worldwide basis, very rare. If they are that, let's thank God for that. But if you had your choice, you would certainly want them to be great in spiritual riches more than you would in financial riches that pass away. And so God gives us these great opportunities to honor Him, to serve Him, to be a blessing to Him and a blessing to others. And He does that through this idea of the tithe, this concept of the tithe. And we need a pattern of giving. People say, well, I just believe that we need to give as God leads us to give. Well, that's fine. That's wonderful if all of us are filled with the Spirit all the time. But God doesn't do that in any area of life. Why? In our spiritual walk with Him, God doesn't just leave us on our own. God gives us direction in every area of our life, and He gives us a pattern to follow in every area of our spiritual walk. He deals with us about how to read the Word of God, how to pray, how to witness, how to share, all of these things. Why wouldn't He do that about giving? Well, He does. It's the pattern of 10%. Now, we don't like that because we don't like anybody telling us what to do. But let me tell you, the reason it's good to follow God and listen to what He tells us to do is because He's always right. And after all, didn't we give our lives to Him? Because what we need to realize right up front is God owns it all. I mean, it's all His, not just 10%. The other 90% as well. Everything you and I have is a gift from Almighty God. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. God said, I don't need your money. I don't need your bulls, your goats, your rams, your lambs, your sacrifices. In Psalm chapter 50, He says, I own the cattle of a thousand hills. And He owns the hills on which those cattle graze. What I'm telling you is, we're not giving to God because He needs the money. We're giving to God because we need to give. We need to develop a pattern of selflessness, not selfishness. And so God wants us to learn about this matter of being faithful in giving, in tithing. It is a pattern for us to follow. It's something that God wants us to do. The principle of tithing is just to honor God. God has prescribed 10%. Now, I'm just glad that he works in zeros and not 0.7 or 0.8 where I have to get out a calculator. I'm not good at that, but these zeros are good. And, and all of us know that if we've served God very long, that 10% is not the ending point. It's the beginning point. We look for ways that we can honor God, yes, with a tithe and say thank you with the very first fruits and the best of all that God gives us. And by the way, it's equal 
equal all the way through. It's not regressive. It's not something that is harsh. It's not something that penalizes the rich or the poor or anyone like that. No, the blessing is shared because honestly, Jesus said, if you are not faithful in little, you won't be faithful much. If you're not willing when you make $100 a week to give 10, if you made 1000 you wouldn't give 100 And if you made 10000 a week, you wouldn't give 1000 If you're not willing to give 10% in little, you will not give 10% when God gives you more because you've not been faithful in little. Now, that's what Jesus said. He that is faithful in little be faithful in much. The one that's not faithful in little, they're not going to be faithful in much. And so it is part of this routine and ritual that God's put out there in his word to help us to learn to live a godly life because God wants us to please him. And he has to lead us along because we're not very good at this stuff. It's not in our nature. Yes, we've been saved and the Holy Spirit's come to live in our lives. But the fact is, the longer we've lived apart from God, the more God has to mold us and make us into his image. And we fight it because we still live in this flesh. The world is all around us telling us everything that's contrary to the will of God. And uh, of course, we have the demons of hell that are after us all the time to try to pull us away from God. So the flesh, our own flesh, our own sinful nature, the world, the world system around us, and the enemies of our soul, the demons of hell are constantly after us. And so God has given us patterns that lead to godliness, rituals and routines that lead to godliness. And one of those is giving through tithing. Now, in our next podcast, I'll talk with you about Yes, about tithing, and we'll go just a bit farther in that. And then I want to talk to you about free will love offerings. But for now, rituals and routines that lead to godliness, tithing, giving the very best right off the top, 10% of all that God's given us, that's the starting point for giving back to God to give Him His rightful place as we walk with Him on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at tonycrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at tonycrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.